Vodi Bakum says in his new book, there are two competing worldviews in this current cultural moment. One is the critical social justice view, which assumes that the world is divided between the oppressor and the oppressed. The other is biblical justice. Welcome in. This is Religionless Christianity. I'm your host, Spencer, and this is my beautiful wife, Nikki. So before we dive into this discussion on Vodi Bakum, do you have anything you'd like to say? Well, this week, we're going to start looking for a homeschool curriculum. And I only have like a few um, ideas that people have given me, but I'd really like prayers for us to be in to be in agreement because we're both going to be homeschooling um, and figuring out a schedule. So just pray for us that we, um, that God just guides us because there's so many options out there and I just, I don't know what to choose. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> so we're going to be uh, figuring that out this week. Yep, definitely pray for us. We want to be leading and guiding our children in the right way. Um, pray also my brother's wife. She's sort of a midwife and um, one of her clients uh, had to be rushed to the hospital today. She's um, carrying a baby. They're in stable condition currently, but just pray that, you know, God's hand of healing would be on this mother um, peace through a difficult time. But uh, we know God's faithful and able to heal her. So just lift her up in prayer. God knows who she is. I don't know her name, but God does. So just lift her up. We would appreciate that. Like and subscribe if you're on YouTube, if you're on the podcast, just make sure you're following us. Um, also jump on the Discord. That's where all these prayer requests will be, but we want to hear your prayer requests. Um, we're tired of asking you just to pray for us. We want to be praying for you guys. So jump on the Discord and uh, that's where we do all of that. So um, on Monday, we kind of mentioned the two most important people that we thought of in the current climate to be listening to right now, um, outside of us, of course, is uh, Vodi Bakum and Jason Whitlock. So in this first episode, we're going to be kind of looking at Vodi as uh, one of the first persons that you should be listening to. And in almost perfect timing, <laughs> as we're getting ready for this episode, Robin D'Angelo, um, the author of, unfortunately, um, a smash hit, White Fragility, uh, has released her new book uh, called Nice Racism. So uh, it kind of made this episode all the more important, we felt. And I'm sure it's going to be a New York Times bestseller. Um, and we personally don't recommend that you read this, you know, unless you're like resolute and steadfast in your Christian faith. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you choose to, we will have links down in the description. And those are affiliate links. So if you happen to use them, um, it will benefit our channel a little bit. So maybe, in my opinion, you use that link, go to Amazon, don't waste your money on Robin D'Angelo's book, go buy your significant other something nice, and that'll make everybody happy. Um, also, there'll be links to the Patreon site down there if you want to consider supporting us financially in this little uh, endeavor ministry that we're trying to get kick-started. We would be very grateful. We have a different book that we want you to purchase rather than having more of some race baiting garbage um, shoved down your throat. 
uh, we re- recommend reading something that can help you shed light on the current cultural climate that we live in and how to not go over the cliff uh, with everyone else. So that book is called Fault Lines, and that's uh, the man of the hour here, Vodi Bakum. Yeah, Fault Lines, Vodi Bakum. So quick side note, um, kind of before we dive into this too far, I had mentioned um, that we would do one of these guys today and one on Friday. And uh, my wonderful wife, however, um, informed me that we just last week decided Fridays were for positive news only. But I did preference it that I would probably forget that because I'm scatterbrained. And I did. So we will not be touching on Whitlock on Friday. We're going to get back to good news on Friday. Whitlock will be on Monday is how we're going to talk about that. So just wanted to lay that point out there. Yeah. And what makes uh, Vody so important in a time like this uh, is his, his deep love and understanding of the Bible and of God and the character of God. Um, so this topic is not new to him. No, I mean, he's been tackling these issues, sort of fighting against like this Marxist, um, you know, race baiting ideology for over a decade now. You know, while many of us, even like pastors and teachers and all those, this is kind of a new arena that we find ourselves in. And we really aren't suited properly for it. You know, the Marxists, the racists, they've been on attack in the last couple of years. And we're constantly on our heels, you know, trying to defend against these new ta- new attacks that we're not familiar with. Yeah. And like we know it's wrong, but it's like we just can't articulate why it's wrong. Um, like we don't we don't speak their language. So um, and this is where Vody comes in. So he does, he does speak their language. <laughs> yeah, he does. I mean, it's wonderful. And that's why this book, Fault Lines, find it in the links down below, uh, is a wonderful resource for you and your family, you know, to sort of understand this language that the left and, you know, the Black Lives Matters, the race baiters are using. You know, he's been sort of speaking about this and this ideology. I mean, from I think he mentioned the book even as far back as 2008, so over a decade you know, when most of us, when Barack Obama came into office, we were just sort of figuring out what this whole socialism um, mm-hmm. thing meant in our country and what it looked like. So he was well ahead of the curve back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of what's more is Vody is kind of the very person that um, the Black Lives Matter crowd, the Robin DiAngelo's, you know, the racists on the left, he's the kind of guy that they all tell us are is this disadvantaged you know, guy, the suppressed guy. So I was saying I could tell you what Vody said, but I'd rather just read it from Vody um, for ourselves. So, but uh, Vody says in his book, Fault Lines, uh, I grew up poor without a father and surrounded by drugs, gangs, violence, and dysfunction in one of the toughest urban environments imaginable. Yet through all of that, I didn't just survive. I thrived, not because of government programs or white people doing the work of anti-racism, I thrived in large part because, by God's grace, my mother protected me, sacrificed for me, advocated for me, and disciplined me. So, you know, he's lived the life that they sort of decry as oppressed. And that's how he can speak this language, you know. And lastly, maybe more importantly, 
is that he's actually willing to speak the truth about this from sort of that rock solid Christian perspective. You know, he was maybe the first person to tackle or tackle this topic sort of like head on. Um, and I heard a message just a little while ago that really cemented this for me. He actually did one social justice versus biblical justice. We've linked it in previous episodes. Um, and it'll be again on our discord channel. You can go find the episode there, but taking it head on, you know, what the church should be doing. Yeah. And this is a really tough subject. Like there's a lot of pastors that aren't very well informed on it. And, um, they're just, even some teachers are getting it all wrong. You know, we're all learning about it together, but it's not good to like speak on a subject. You really don't know where it originated. So that's why we really like this book. <laughs> really digs into that. Um, so Christians are naturally loving people. Um, we all want peace. But when we start hearing about the BLM movement, it's like they're talking about love and peace and tolerance in like a different way. And like, it just felt like it was like guilting making us feel guilty like we weren't, I don't know, it's just a twisted view of it all and all this um, systemic racism and like we'd never heard the, I'd never heard the term before, but this has been a thing in the making for a while. Um, So even though none of us ever experienced it, we wanted, you know, we felt like first hearing about it, like we wanted to do our part and, ease the pain of our minority brothers and sisters. Yeah. And like, you know, we is more of a broader sense, like as a Christian community, Mm -hmm. we wanted to ease this pain and stuff. And the thing is we were basically conned, you know, Mm -hmm. the perpetrators of this godless, you know, ideology, they basically used our goodness, but more so our naivety um, against us. And the thing to keep in mind is that like these people, they're not making these terms up you know, Ibram Kendi and anti-racist and um, Robin DiAngelo and white fragility and these sorts of things. They're not just pulling them out of thin air. Like these ideas have been taught. They've been wrote about since the late 80s, you know, the critical theory and um, critical social justice and things like that. You know, you're not going to, something that's been taught and wrote about since the 80s, like you're not going to watch one Tucker Carlson episode on a Tuesday night And now you're all caught up, right? You know, these people have a huge advantage on us when it comes to this topic. Yeah. And if you don't believe it, um, that's great. You shouldn't believe it. But you need to be able to explain why you don't believe it and why other people shouldn't believe it either. So that's uh, where Bodhi comes in. His sermons, and more so in this book, um, you know, we've heard a lot of his sermons before, but then reading this, it all really is compacted together really well. Um, so if you want to know what those terms mean, uh, we suggest reading fault lines. Yeah. And again, this is why he's so important right now. And, you know, I know we're kind of fawning all over Vody or Vody. I mean, kind of mentioned him, but like, we're aware he isn't Jesus, right? Like he's mm-hmm. not the Bible. If he gets something wrong, then he gets it wrong. You know, we're not trying to idolize Vody. We just think that his voice is very important in America right now. And, um, you know, there's, again, there's other important voices. We just think 
that he is someone when you have to thin out the uh the amount of information you're hearing he's someone that we should latch on to so and we just want to make that point clear that like we're not idolizing Vody. He's human and he's he's a capable. voice. He's a voice of truth right now. We recognize he has the wisdom of God in him. His passion is to get the truth out there. He's not trying to even make an idol of himself. No, he, and if he was, he would you speak see this what so the majority often, want to hear. <laughs> but we see this a lot, you know, with Christians and stuff, especially with social uh, social media, like. As soon as one of these guys makes a mistake, mm-hmm. it's blasted. Ah, heresy, and he's a heretic. Well, no, like maybe he is a talker and a, uh, you know, kind of a leading thought leader. And eventually you might have a slip of the tongue, or maybe you're just kind of talking and you say something without giving it a full attention. Right. Well, full so give him a little bit of grace. And mm-hmm. if he's off base on something, don't, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater kind of a thing. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe it was a slip of the tongue, caught off guard, didn't give the best response. So we just want to make that point clear. He's not infallible, you know. Right, right. But just We don't hold any person that high. No, I mean, right? if you want to go for infallibility, go to the scriptures. Outside of that, everyone else is prone to make mistakes. So that's just the one point we wanted to make. Yeah, so it's not so along the lines of speaking out, you know, speaking the truth. It's... It's not enough to just speak against something, um, uh, to point out why something is wrong. You also need to have an alternative, and that's the gospel. That's the answer to these problems. Um, yeah, it's the only answer that we have, and um, but not the current mainstream gospel, right? Like this watered-down, cheap grace sort of thing, what Dietrich Bonhoeffer would call cheap grace. Yeah. Um you need that real, like, true, deep understanding of the gospel. And again, this is an area where we feel like Vody really excels. Yeah, like, everything has been under this guise of love, you know. We're, you know, for example, told God is love, and then everybody comes out with a phrase, oh, love is love, and a lot of Christians are falling for that. Like, they don't read their Bibles to know the context and this way Satan is twisting the word love and even using it in the social justice movement. We even had a local pastor, we used to go to their church, um, who was getting caught up in that, all the social justice. And he had told the congregation that, like shaming them, like you guys need to love better, you need to do better, like guilting the congregation. And we weren't going there then. I just heard about that and I'm like I would have walked out like we can't be having this in the church it's causing division this this is how you know like this is the plot of Satan getting the church he's always attacking the church but it's so subtle it's like he wiggles into the church and divides it using scripture he always does because how else are we going to be divided because we're arguing over what scripture means yeah and i love how how vody always brings up the 11th commandment thou shalt be nice and and that's love is being nice and not wanting to speak the truth the truth offends and yeah he always says like the 11th commandment is thou shalt be nice and the first 10 don't matter yeah yeah (laughs) sort of a thing um you know and yeah absolutely and 
the pastor was right in a sense that, yeah, we should love more. There should be no yeah. bound to how far we're willing to go to love and, but not in the realm of critical race theory and systemic yes. racism, because you're telling us to love people in an ungodly way. Right. Um, in a way that's causing you to judge someone based on their race. Like it's, it's, it's so weird. It's like love because this person is oppressing this person, which isn't even true. Yeah, like don't love them because they're a brother or sister in Christ. Right. Love them because it's a black dude. Um, and, you know, it's it's just a, a twisted ideology. So um, it, it kind of seems like an epidemic in America these days, you know, that so many church leaders like you kind of talked about and supposed Christians. Um, you know, the thing is like they're either on one hand, they're afraid um, to kind of tackle this, or like we talked about with our pastor, in our opinion, they're just sort of ignorant um, or unwilling on some respects to even tell people um, about the faults in this gospel, but then even to go deep into a true gospel that like people are going to go to hell. Um, people in your congregation are going to go to hell. Um, they're afraid or even unwilling to tell people that like Jesus is the only way, right? Like there's those famous... Uh, sit downs with Oprah where these TV pastors and she's always asking these questions. So is there only one way to heaven? And these big pastors, like they're afraid to just come out and be like, yeah, everybody else that doesn't accept Christ is going to hell. And it's a hard yeah. truth, but it's the only truth that you can tell people. Yeah. So, um, well, I have a verse I want to bring up that went along, like the people who don't receive that. So when you preach the gospel of truth, it's, going to be offensive or people are going to be attracted to it. And in 2 Corinthians 2, um, 15, it says, For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To the one we are the aroma of death leading to death, and to the other the aroma of life leading to life. So we're either going to attract people who are going to believe or push people away who are never going to believe. So expect rejection expect hatred and that outlash and it's good it's a sign that you know <laughs> and that's again another reason why Vody we find that this time is so important because he preaches you know in a way that a lot of pastors nowadays seem unwilling mm -hmm. to preach you know to tell people the hard truth that yeah, it's great that you said a prayer and you walked mm -hmm. down to an altar one Sunday afternoon. That doesn't get you into heaven. You've been misled mm -hmm. that that's all it takes to get into heaven because the Bible is clear. And we're going to have up our website will be out next week um, on Monday. And we're going to have up there on um, on our website, at least in part, sort of the uh, the doctrine of assurance, you know, of how you can know that you're a Christian and that you're... Yeah. And, you're not going to find Assurance. in there that you said a prayer, yeah. um, you know, so yeah, check that out. But again, that's just another reason why we find Vody so important at this time. Yeah, because all this division is causing some Christians, well, maybe most Christians in the church to start thinking that they're better than the other, you know, the Christians who aren't going along with it. So it's really like wedged in there and it's like, a side gospel, so to speak. I don't know. It's like another gospel. 
I mean, it is. It's basically a religion for these people, um, and it's a false religion, you know, because the Bible is sufficient to deal with race issues. Um, mm-hmm. It's sufficient to deal with oppression, yeah. um, any sort of time. I mean, the Bible is all sufficient in every area of life. So, yeah, um, yeah go check out the book Fault Lines by Vody. Um, you'll have links down in the description. Don't read Robin D'Angelo, in our opinion, not worth the money. But um, do you have any last words on this topic, honey, before we wrap it up? Yeah, just kind of like in the other episode we did, just um, thin out the voices. <laughs> I just, I think that's just so important right now. Vody is a very good voice uh, of reason right now. Um, it's not just his opinion, but it's scripture, but it's also his experience growing up to prove that this whole theory is false yeah he's i think perfect for a time like this so um check those out make sure you're sticking around friday we're going to be bringing you um try to keep you happy going into the weekend and then coming back monday uh, the website will be up and we will be talking about jason whitlock this time so um, we hope you guys stick around we love you god bless 